Good morning, you're with Karen. Accentuate the positive. It's time to get happy. Accentuate the positive with Karen Swain. Ah, I feel good. With good news, reviews, and interviews. Oh, a little bit of feel good goes a long way. And the sounds of indie, folk, pop, and rock. I'm feeling good today. Always look on the bright side. Always look on the bright side of life. How are you this morning? So great to be with you for another Saturday morning brekkie. And I've got the gorgeous Andrew Hughes in the studio with me. I'm so lucky all the boys are coming in today. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) So lucky all the young, gorgeous young men. And he's a mindset trainer or a mindset coach. Good morning, darling. Good morning, Karen. Thank you very much for having me and um, I'm looking forward to having a chat with you this morning. Yeah, I saw Andrew speaking at the Academy of Light recently. The Academy of Light's been going for about ooh, 20 years. They've been putting on teachers and gurus and spiritual path people. And there's Andrew with his shiny energy sort of doing success coaching. And I thought, that doesn't look like the Academy of Light to me, but I have to go <laughs> check this guy out. And so I went and had a bit of a listen to him and thought, oh, I like this one. So let's have a bit of a chat about your journey. How did you get into mindset coaching? Karen, I started my professional career many, many years ago as a, as a chartered accountant here in Sydney. I only lasted a few years at that because it wasn't really my thing. Went off to be a lawyer, got into uh, the criminal law, wanted to make a difference in the world, you know, wanted uh-huh. to change things up and um, that was incredibly stressful and, you know, when you're in the I found that a lot of people were lying to me, a lot of my clients, and I didn't get criminal, much on that. In criminal law, really? <laughs> That's, That's right. Unusual. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> so, they were lying. Yes, that terrible. that's right. And uh, I, I, I actually, towards the end, of, I got a few death threats. Uh, and so that was <laughs> Wow, just, that is a stressful job. That was fantastic. Yes, it was. Um, and of course, it, what it meant at home, I was, uh, you know, we were just about to have kids. Of course, we did with that thing, we, we decided we'd go and build a house. We lived in a shed. Um, my wife got pregnant. And we were still living in a shed as we were trying to build a house. And at the same time... With uh, death threats. That's right. And I, and I snapped my Achilles tendon twice, which was fantastic. So it was a very exciting time well, in you life. Had a few, you had a few sledgehammer moments, I, I call did. them. I did, I, I've had a few of those. It's like you have desires bubbling within you. Mm. I want, I want, I want to make a difference. Mm. And then you, th- and you go off on this path that you think it's going to make... And that, like life says... Heading in the wrong direction. That's right. Let me just <laughs> let me just break your tendon or something so you can <laughs> reflect. Yes, and I, was, I didn't pay attention the first time because I got out of plaster, and two weeks later I broke it again. Right. So I was back in plaster again. So I had to do some rethinking. Then got into big uh, corporate law, doing big government cases. When HIH collapsed and they sued the Commonwealth, I defended that case. So I had you know big big law, but I got to the. That magical uh, midlife awakening. I don't know if you've had it. And the midlife awakening for me was, oh, my goodness, what am I doing? Uh-huh. And um, I was a chief client partner in an international law firm. And um, uh, so, so let me ask you, how old were you when you were having your midlife awakening? 39. Well, that's kind of midlife, I suppose. Yeah. Almost midlife, yeah. Well, yeah, I started sort of 38 and then by 39 I was... Uh, you know, some things that happened at work. And I mean, I was on the up and up. I was the blue eyed boy. and Money um, was flowing? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Money flows wife, in the law. Wife was happy. The house was built? Uh, house was built. House was extended. Uh-huh. Uh, we were drinking lots of fantastic red wine and having lots of great dinners. <laughs> Uh, as as always, our, our our style of living continued to grow with uh, the, so, with with the salary. So that sounds good. Why weren't you happy? <laughs> That's right. Three children. Next thing you know, we had four. Uh, fourth on the way. But the thing was, I was stressed off my head, um, mm. and I would go home. And you know, there's that great. I think Wayne Dyer I first heard Wayne Dyer talk about you know if you if you get a lemon and you cut it in half and you squeeze it, what comes out? 
lemon juice. Well, why does it come out? Because that's what's inside. Uh-huh. And what was inside me was lots of stress, uh-huh. lots of not fulfilment. So when I got home and I got poked, um, I was a, a bit cross with my kids. A bit, uh, bit grumpy. Bit, yes, I'm being euphemistic there, of course. <laughs> um, and I had a migraine most weekends right. for most of, my, most uh, of that time. That's a bit so. of a telltale sign, well, isn't it? was, it? yeah. Mm. And I mean, I think that one of the telling points was getting in my shiny suit one morning, putting my tie on and saying, taking the big breath in, <gasps> work schmirk, here we go. And my son, who's probably about five at the time, heard me, which I didn't know, he was just at the door, and I heard him go off and say to my, my beautiful wife, Karen, that's a great name, Karen, Karen, <laughs> and um, to say to her, poor daddy, poor daddy's got to go to work. Poor daddy. Yeah, so, you know, I've always thought I was going to be a great father. I always knew I was going to be the best father I could be, and, and here I was probably, you know, thinking, oh, dear, what am I teaching my children? And, of course, now that I know that imprint period, zero to seven, this is when you're soaking up. Yeah, sponge. Founder. Yeah, you're sponge. Absolute sponge. This is what, yeah. And it's funny now, my son, having witnessed that, he's so focused on career. It's very interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, very focused on. So how old is he now? He's 14. Okay. And taller than me. How big are kids these days? <laughs> They're huge. Something in the water. Yeah, he's got feet like surfboards. Anyway. <laughs> Very focused on providing and, you know, building wealth. It's it's very, very interesting. And oh, well, maybe he'll be rich and you can retire and live off your son. What a marvellous <laughs> idea. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. So anyway, that's what and – I, and I left because I wanted more fulfilment in life. Yeah. And next thing you know, I found myself going to – reading a Tony Robbins book. Yep. Doing a bit of NLP and that was my juice. That was – I found my heart lit up. I got excited and that was the beginning and, you know, who knows where it's uh, – where it's going to win now. Oh, look, so good. We're going to hear more from Andrew. We're going to find out how he found his fulfilment. Andrew's with us for the next hour or so, so we'll be having more of a chat and find out how you found your fulfilment. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> the, like fun. The plot thickens. <laughs> Stay tuned. You're on FM 99.3.